All right, let's get into the flip topics, guys. Um, this is from Yahoo News. Uh, testifying in a Senate hearing on the coronavirus pandemic on Wednesday afternoon, conservative economist Avik Roy deployed one of President Trump's favorite metaphors for discussing the outbreak, which, is, which has killed more than 71,000. Right now, it's almost 73,000 Americans. Uh, 70, uh, 30, wait, 37,000 Americans die each year in traffic fatalities, and yet we don't shut down the roads. Uh, Roy, uh, president of the Foundation of Research of Equal Opportunity. He called vehicular uh, accidents a good uh, mental framework for how to live with COVID, referring to the lower uh, respiratory disease caused by the coronavirus. This is, uh, there was, in his view, a way for their lives that didn't require dramatic society-wide measures. We expect individual drivers to be responsible for their own conduct and conduct for passengers. Something similar can work out for COVID, he said, describing how businesses could do regular deep cleanings and people could continue to wash their hands thoroughly and regularly. Uh, Trump ally, Senator uh, Ron Johnson of Republic of Wisconsin, convened the hearing titled COVID-19, How the New Information Should Drive Policy, Build as a Roundtable of Senate Homeland Security Committee, uh, which Johnson can, uh, chairs. The hearing included some of the nation's most prominent dissenters on mainstream measures like business closures, stay-at-home orders, and calls for widespread testing. It failed to Senator uh, Kamala Harris, uh, the Democrat from California, to point out the highly credentialed, though he, they may be, the doctors represent, uh, present rather, uh, were not directly involved in the administration pandemic response that naturally devalued their opinions, she argued. We should not have low-level officials. We should have uh, those folks who have responsibility and authority uh, for the administration of America's tax dollars to come in and be accountable to our committee and our, respons and our responsibilities. President Trump uh, has kept uh, Dr. Fulci, a prominent member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, from testifying before the House of Representatives, which is controlled by the Democrats. But he did say Fauci and others could have prepared in front of the Republican-controlled Senate. Listen, anybody that tells you or give you that bullshit stat, oh, well, you know, X amount of people die in car crashes, X amount of people a year, year, X amount of people die from flu a year, say you dumb, dumb. This has only been here for about three months, and we already got more than what something happened in the entire year. And, you idiot, if you sneeze, you get it. If you sneeze while you drive, you know what happens? Probably, you still, you still drive it. If you sneeze and I get coronavirus, who knows what's going to happen to me? I could be asymptomatic and I could spread it to other people and not even know it. Mm -hmm. Anybody that says that shit to them, just look at them in the eyes and say, fuck you. Thank you. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's facts. Anybody that says any of this stupid shit verbatim like it's facts, I always try to respect other people's argument. Fuck them. That's stupidity. Stop talking to them. Stop wasting your time with them. Their biasness is conflated. Just logical thought process, period. Sid, what, what were you about to say? Uh, it's comparing two, uh, one extreme against another, and you can't really combine the two. There's two totally different yeah. two, two, two totally different situations. Yes, uh, as drivers, do we have to do some things to protect ourselves and prevent accidents to a degree? Yes, but uh, something that's a, a medical condition, it's not always under your control. Yes, you, you're supposed to wash your hands. You're supposed to uh, proper hygiene and, and, the, and that sort of thing. But outside of that, everything else, as far as the, with the coronavirus, is out of our control. So, like, just compared one extreme against another, it just makes no sense. Right. Yeah. You know, it made me think of, you know, sometimes in, like, sports, we talk about, like, a player's performance and people bring up, like, stats, stats, stats. And mm -hmm. it's a good uh, example of how stats, I guess, or numbers never lie, but they can mislead. 
because exactly. really, like you said, D, they don't really connect that well when you talk about the time periods when this virus, even let's say worst case, it was here in November. That's still not a year. And we exactly. still have a ton mm-hmm. of deaths and we still are going to have potentially a lot more. We know that the viruses are different strains. There's deadlier ones supposedly in Europe versus here. And we're learning more and more about this virus every day. And who knows if one day the virus throws another curve at us and mutates all of a sudden or for inexplicably whatever reason comes on another animal, some BS. So we have no idea with things. And if you're going to compare it to something like driving where we know how the fatalities happen and what's the reason and issues, that's totally different problem solving for either issue. Wait a minute. Just imagine with the whole thing with the car analogy. So in the month of January, there was like two, in the city of Chicago, there were like two accidents. Like, damn, okay, all right, it's two accidents. A few weeks later, it was 100 accidents. It's like, damn, what the hell is going on? Three months later, 75,000 accidents. Would you not think, what the fuck is going on out here in these streets? Do we need to take the keys from everybody? Do you not need a license? What is happening? Could you imagine if that was to happen from one to 75,000 in three months? What the hell? Why is it not sinking into your head like, you know what? I think something is going on out there. Or D, how about if cars just exploded randomly? <laughs> hey, no yeah, randomly. It would just be like, such a bigger deal if that was the reason why the deaths were happening. Wait a minute, but we remember, know why the deaths are happening. Can't remember when we was coming home from the score that night and that car was on fire over Lakeshore Drive? Fire. <laughs> Imagine if we was like three months later and had to come down to the car to the score and we came outside and every car was on fire. We would think, well, you know what, damn it, I think something's happening. We can go back in the house. Yeah. <laughs> we got to figure out this driving issue. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and, Come on, and, y'all. And going off of what Ryan was saying about still discovering, uh, we found out that maybe there's something in this that's causing something in kids. Uh, some mm-hmm. Was it Kawasaki? Kawasaki disease, something yeah, like that. Yeah, also, they're talking like one thing that we heard about initially was the COVID toes. Which initially it seemed like, yeah, COVID toes. Google COVID toes. This came out toes on your feet, toes. Yeah, toes on your feet. But initially it was blisters. But one thing they were saying is what comes from it uh, is uh, uh, inflammation. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I still generally think I caught COVID probably sometime in in the wintertime this winter. Mm -hmm. And I had, for some odd reasons, crazy toe issues where I had to get a boot. Yeah. I mean, x-rays, and at first the doctors thought, they were like, you have stretch fractures, but the the, the, um, the specialist was like, well, maybe you have one, but when, when, when the doctors were like, yeah, it seems like you have multiple, that actually wasn't there. And again, maybe I'm wrong, I'm just pointing out what's, what's, what took place with me doing all this, but for some reason where I had issues with gout several years ago, but I, did, I hadn't eaten like that. You know what I'm saying? Actually, I was dieting. I had been doing um, um, whatever diet I've been on. The keto diet. Thank you, keto. I've been doing keto. So I hadn't had a, a lot of stuff that was necessarily, it, it, that should inflame me or to start anything like that. But I had serious toe issues. So mm. I'm just pointing out that, you know, we, we're, the, the funny thing is we're talking about opening this back up and we still don't know enough about it. It's brand fucking new. Right. Like we still don't know enough. And then on top of that, we're rushing this vaccine to market. It's supposed to take years. It's going to take basically half a year. If that, but maybe a little bit longer, but it's coming. They said they got it ready in months and some of it's one of them is performing fairly well. 
we don't even know the long-term ramifications of the vaccine. Like, and I mean, again, I, I'm not taking the first batch. Like I said, with my, my, with my technology products, I got to wait for that <laughs> at 1.2 before you, you, you hit Davis with that bad boy. I'm sorry. Just not going to do it. All right. Uh, there is one part of the country without a single confirmed case, much less uh, fatality. Uh, American Samoa, a palm French Polynesian Acropolo, uh, that has sealed itself off for nearly two months from outside of the world. Other U.S. islands lost their early battles to keep the infection out, but American Samoa's success so far has been no accident. Public health officials say the territory moved swiftly to halt nearly all incoming flights, rapidly boosted test capabilities, and took advantage of social distancing strategies that had already been adopted in response to a measles outbreak at the end of last year. Then during trauma of the 1918 influenza pandemic, which left American Samoa relatively unscathed, but wiped out a fifth of the population of neighboring independent Samoa, had also influenced aggressive anti-contagion moves at each stage of the crisis. Life, is our, life in our bubble is somewhat unique compared to the rest of the world, said Bishop Peter Brown, leader of the Roman Catholic Church of American Samoa. Church services were quickly shut down when the coronavirus began to spread across the United States, he said. Schools have been preparing uh, to the emergency from the measles closure in, in, in effect from December through early March, which is continuing public health emergencies uh, were declared effective in March 23rd. The 500, I mean, the fifth, the 55,000 people in the territory have been allowed to go to bars, nightclubs, and restaurants, albeit in small numbers over the last over the past month with limits to 10 customers at a time. Civil servants are working part-time but not have but not stop uh, going into the offices, but have stopped going into the offices. But have not stopped. I apologize for going to the office. The large private employee, a tuna cannery with more than 2,000 workers, has continued to hum along. Wow, that's amazing. Shout out to the Samoans. Uh, but they are like so far out. Are they, are they further out than Hawaii? I believe so. This, I mean, yeah, they are. Because they found, they found Hawaii. So their island was, I believe, was further. Further. Was, yeah. They further found, east? They, they they the further where they put their hand in the water and the waves reverberating back. That's how they knew it was land in that direction. Mm. Uh, listen, I mean, for a lot of isolated, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me if there was other isolated communities or isolated islands that, you know, saying probably didn't have obviously uh, as much uh, transportation or, you know, say travel into the country or goods, whatever like that. Um, But they're smart though. I mean, listen, they've learned from the mistakes in the past. That knowledge is obviously still there. There wasn't out there trying to like, as you said, just trying to get that money. It's another way of living out there, obviously. And uh, shout out to them for not going through anything. Yeah, that's 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 good to hear. That's good to hear. I'm I'm hoping that kind of mentality and way of thinking gets to the mainland and maybe uh-huh. that spread out. But I doubt. Uh, but look, if you even look at the numbers of like, and again, we don't know necessarily if China's numbers are true. Mm-hmm. But you look at Italy, you look at South Korea, and these places that are hit first. And some like China is a, is, is more populated than we are. All right. Oh, so oh, yeah. yeah, Italy, you could say Italy, but I mean South Korea has a I'm sure a healthy population. Mm-hmm. But you see how many more just people infected by the virus. We these people that those countries didn't even hit a million, if even five hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? So we 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 screwed the pooch from the very beginning from of this battle. It should never like it should not be this high. If we didn't play along with, but you know, we live in a, uh, America now where everything's fun and games. I was just getting ready to say, we, we as Americans don't take things seriously until it hits home. And like you going back to your earlier point, Ken, about the race disparities and health problems between us as African-Americans and the rest of the world. 
when uh, when mainstream America gets hit. You know, we we catch uh, we catch pneumonia. When they catch a cold, we catch pneumonia. Oh, yeah. Pneumonia, exactly. And so, and, and with this, uh, until it affects us personally, and going back to, uh, I hate to say this is the theme of our show the last few weeks. You know, just people being selfish for the wrong reasons. If, if it has nothing to do with you, the hell with it, everybody else. But when it affects you or something, so or somebody close that you know, now also your attitude changes. I think uh, what I take away from this story is how they already were preparing for a lot of this with the measles outbreak. Mm-hmm. It just shows like even in a faraway place out in the middle of the ocean, there's people with brains thinking, hey, this has happened before. Let's prepare and mm-hmm. let's practice the right strategies to handle this better because we know now. Mm-hmm. How many times do we go through all these viruses like HIV, SARS, any of the other viruses in our lifetime and even the ones in our parents' lifetime or grandparents, maybe not to 1918, but anything since 1950, any kind of virus outbreak that there's been, you'd think somebody would have been like, Hey, you know, one time this could be a pandemic. What are we going to do then? They was just talking about about five, ten years, ten years ago with President Obama and Bill Gates. Right. Real quick, I was when I was uh, uh I was telling the guys before we started the show, I went to Costco this morning, right? And I was listening to uh, WBBM. It was in a car, and a report came out saying like, uh, yes, people are very upset about uh Costco having a mandatory face mask uh policy and saying like i so uh, going on social media telling costco i will never shop at your store again how dare you tell me you know say i have to wear a mask and and the guy who's doing the the story is like and i just want to say thank you for not coming (laughs) and i'm like yes (laughs) like thank you thank you don't bring your ass over here don't think you got the freedom to just give me some of your stinky ass rona i don't want none of that put on the damn mask. So I was like, yes, you know what? I'm very, I'm so glad that things happen this way, man. I'm so glad I heard that hit, that radio hit before I was on my way to that exact place telling me it's a lot of people out there that don't want to wear a mask and going to Costco, but they say, hell no, you can't come in here. Shout out to Costco. Stupid. Beat their asses beat. Anyway. I told you, man, we need to heckle them. You get the heckling at first. Well, you know, that's what, when you had that incident, I forgot who that was. I think it may have been a mayor in New York, a state that told people to uh, socially diss people that don't wear masks, to shame Uh, them socially. Shame them, shame them. And people came in, yeah, it was like, you get somebody shot. Shame. Uh, I mean, if it's virtual, then it's fine. But the problem is you can't be spreading that Rona. Somebody, you start, you start shaming them and they start coughing at your ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I saw a women. I saw a clip on uh, Twitter. Somebody, it was a bunch of people like standing outside somebody's window, like three or four ladies and their kids. Just oh, yeah, together, they start just, coughing. Yeah, they start coughing, man. They picked up their shit and ran so fast. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, get a bullhorn, get your asses, move. You see the dude down there in Florida dressed up as the Green Reaper going on the beaches? Shame their asses. <laughs> 